Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. All right. Well, I'm here with Steve Introne, who yes. happens to be the reigning national champion of B-Spec and SCCA. Yeah. So this is really cool to get to interview Steve. Nice. I raced against him. I raced against you. I didn't race in this past year's in the runoffs that you won, but the one before that. Yep. And, Andy. Um, Andy. and I just remember... Man, this guy's at the front every time. Who is this guy? Yeah, so. I said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'm at the front. Let's go. Let's that, do that, it. That's awesome. Did you get yeah. second? I ended up getting third. Okay. I I, uh, I was competing against a team, right? You know, Dave Dave Dottery and mm-hmm. and uh, John Phillips. Yeah, they were actually on the mic together. Yeah. And I needed a, I needed a partner. I learned a lot from so you. You did a. I mean, you had a partner this last runoff. Didn't I you? had a partner, and that's what I learned. Yeah. you can't do this on your own. It's yeah. a spec. It's spec racing. I've been in spec racing for twenty four years. Yep, you got to have a partner if you want to do it right. Well, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take us um, from current to then sure. kind of take us back yeah, to the yeah. beginning. But tell us about uh, what's going on in your world right now. Yep. For racing. Well, hey. Uh, it's it's a good world right now, right? After winning the national champion uh, national championship, it uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was like the perfect world, right? Uh, perfect year, maybe it's right to say that. Won the championship, was the Northeast Division champion, won Driver of the Year for Northeast, won the Kimberly Cup for SCCA, had the pole, led every single lap. So, honestly, I'm kind of relaxed <laughs> because last year was so good. It was so good, and it was—it's uh, a special thing. It's something you'll never forget. In fact, my wife keeps telling me, <laughs> "Be done, go retire. You're on the top. You won all these things. Be done." But that's not who I am, right? I, I like to compete, and I've—I've I've tasted that championship. So to be honest with you, I'm going after it again. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Now you—you you mentioned you had a, a good run at the runoffs here before, right? Yep. When yep. was that? Uh, well, oh wait, well here was last year. I'm talking 2022 oh, the it, championship, it, but 2021. No, I had not been here before. Okay, in not terms here. Of the we're, we're in other runoffs. Yeah. What kind of results have you had in other runoffs? So I was in Spec Racer Ford for 20 plus years. Oh, okay. Yeah, and okay. I ran a two and a three, and I ran Indy. I think they had 110 cars or something like that, and I oh. finished like 29th or something like that. But that was crazy. I, you couldn't even do anything. There's so many cars. It's almost like just stay out of trouble yeah. and race. Um, and then I ran, my first runoffs was, um, was mid, uh, Road America. I, uh, first lap I spun, got tagged, the tail went off, and I almost got the hard charger award. I, I've only been, I had a top 10 chance at middle, and then I screwed up and spun. So I, I've not done too well in my first few years of runoffs when I was in the spec racer. Granted, the talent is really, really tough in spec racer. It's really tough. I mean, every little thousands made a, made a difference. So um, I was always about that 10, uh, maybe I'd say 19, or maybe 15 to 30, somewhere in there is where I was finishing at the runoffs for Spec Racer. Yeah. And then B-Spec was a whole nother thing. Yeah. But, but there's, 
things change, right? In spec race, I was always 100 pounds over. And 100 pounds makes a big difference. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big dude. And it was tough. I, I was winning, you know, the, the local races. I had lap records, all that stuff. But when you go to the runoffs, now you're getting everybody coming in right at weight. These guys are super talented. They do everything to the car every single night. Um, I couldn't do that. Yeah. So I was good, but I wasn't where I, I, I couldn't take that next step. Yeah. But the B-Spec allowed me to do that. Awesome. Um, so tell me what started it all for you. How did you even get started in motorsports? Yeah, I, I, I'm a second gen. Right, so my, my parents were involved with racing when I was a, a baby. Uh, they were cor uh, they they were volunteers. They were flaggers. Right, they had their own flagging crew. It was I, I'll never forget. It. I was just a little kid sitting at Mid America a track doesn't exist anymore in Missouri, St. Louis area, and uh, they had their own little corner working crew that they they developed. He was my father was in the Air Force, and he had all these Air Force officers he hung out with, and they bring like 20 people, and they go man a couple turns. And they call themselves the Roadrunners. And I'd be a little kid. I'd be sitting. We'd be tenting. There's no such thing as trailers or anything like that. We had tents. <laughs> we lived in tents. And and I can remember just being in the dirt roads with my little matchbox cars playing. And uh, from that point on, I just loved cars. I was always at the track. My parents were always at the track. My father did everything in SCCA. He was a flagger forever. He eventually got into stewarding. He, he actually went into the, um, the board of directors. He was actually the chairman of the board of directors for SCCA at some point. So he was heavily involved. He just loved racing. He loved the people, and, and he loved you know, everything about SCCA. So, and, that, and that grew into me. Yeah. So that's how it started. My father did it, and yep. now I'm there. Well, where, when did you first get into a racing vehicle of sorts? Okay, so good question. I'd say that once I got out of college, I bought a Mitsubishi Eclipse Turbo. And I couldn't afford a race car, so I, that was my daily. And I bought an extra set of wheels and put some DOT race tires on it, and I autocrossed. So I autocrossed for five years. Okay. Uh, I actually went to Topeka National Championships once in that car, and then once in a, I bought a Porsche. Well, my father had a 944 that I eventually took, and I took the 944 there as well. So it was all about autocrossing. So that was like 99. I'd say 90, uh, oh, that's wrong, 95. Okay. I'm old. 95 to 99, I did a bunch of autocrossing. Okay. And then I bought the Spec Racer in 99. Okay. And now, what, what, why did you make the jump? Money. Yeah, for me, it's, it, you got to be smart, right? You can't be dumb and spend all your money and, and not have, like, live, right? So um, I had a budget. Uh, I started out with 250 bucks a month. Uh, actually, it was when I got out of the military. I was an officer in the military. When I got out, I got my first job. I was designing tires for Michelin. And uh, again, a bunch of car guys, right? Um, we said, my wife and I, she worked. I worked. No kids. It was perfect. We said, okay, 250 bucks a month. That goes into a race account. So whatever that is, 2,500 bucks a year. Bought a car for $19,000 from a guy in North Carolina. I was actually living in South Carolina at the time. And um, ran about four or five weekends a year. Had no idea what I was doing. No idea what I was doing. I, I didn't know. I didn't know how to set up a car. I didn't know anything about. It. I just whatever it was, I just drove. <laughs> in fact, in fact, it was funny. I was just talking about VIR was my very first impact or wreck. Oh. Yeah. So I went to my driver's school at Roblin Road. Okay. My very first race was here at VIR. I came to a test day, and I went off uh, on the last turn. Was that hog pen, whatever? And I was like, I was a football field off of the track i had spun just coming out of the straight i had spun i was way out there i was in the car i was like i'm not gonna get out i'm a football field away what's gonna happen check a flag guy comes by blows off check a flag comes around another lap 
Pulls off the checkered flag, comes around again, spends. And I'm sitting in the car because I'm facing the track, and the guy's just like, Oh, my. Brand new, right? Had had low buck, 2500 bucks a year, and he took out the whole front end of the spec racer. Like three grand, just like that. I was like, oh, crap. My gosh. My season ends, the first race. But um, we got it back together. We ended up racing that weekend, and then, you know, the bug, the bug just stuck. And, yeah. And, and, and I was good for I, – I was never, like, really good uh, for the first five years. I was just mid-pack. And then um, – I moved a couple of different places, lived in Detroit, worked for Ford. Then I finally moved back to New England, which is where my family was. Again, jobs. As each job gave me more money, mm-hmm. I had to up that budget. Mm-hmm. And that budget's at three fifty a month now, right? And then if bonus comes in, I put more in it. I met two guys up in New England, and we started to camp and pack together, and we started to share, share how, what we were doing. And that's what really made me faster. Because now we pushed each other, mm-hmm. and we learned where we were slow, and took what they did. Say, oh wow, you can you can like just lift there, not break. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Well, <laughs> let's try that. And the confidence just started building, and then you know you get your first win, and then you start winning, 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 and then it's just everything's downhill from there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So it does sound like the perfect season last season, but this one's starting out pretty good. It's isn't starting it? out good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had our first race weekend last year. Got us first and a second. Um, it sounds, I don't know, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but I expect to win every time I go. Well, I, I think you... And I didn't expect that a long time ago. Yeah. I, I, I get disappointed if I don't. And, um, and that's what drives me, I think. I go in saying, I expect to win this race. And if I have a hard fight or if I'm second, I get disappointed, unless it's close. Yeah. Right? And I've had close ones and I've had like no chance I was going to get first. So, um, yeah, it's been a good year so far, and, but we're just starting. So tell, tell us about your car. So I got a 2010 Mini Cooper. Um, I chose it really because I was 100 pounds over in, in, in Spec Racer, and I needed a car that I could fit in, and I knew I'd make weight. And when I searched around the beginning, I was told that that was a good car for fat guys. I mean, a fat guy, right? <laughs> And I needed to be a car that I could put weight in and still make weight because I was tired of that disadvantage of 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. So um, found a, a car in Vermont for 500 bucks. Oh, Actually, my. He, he wanted 1,000, right? He wanted 1,000. Talking to 500. and a blown motor. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it looked great. And um, started to uh, – Dave Daughtery helped me a lot because I didn't know anything about V-Spec. In fact, I was going to buy Dave Daughtery's Red Mini that he had the previous year because I, I like red. Mm-hmm. And I knew many was what I want because I could fit in it. And he just was him and hawing about selling it or doing whatever. And I was like, listen, the season's about to start. I need to get moving. Yeah. He's like, why don't you build a car? I'm like, I don't know if I want to build a car. I don't know how to build a car. And uh, he helped me build the car. I mean, he, not like he was there, but I'd ask questions and he'd, he'd answer them. And, yeah. You know, drove the car down. I live in New Hampshire, right? Drove the car down North Carolina. Got a cage by Babyface. Yeah. I think the guy makes the best cages out there. You know, dropped the car off. He drove me to the airport. I flew out, come back in three weeks later, put the car in the trailer, came home. Uh, and then everything else was just learning. The good thing about building cars, you learn about it, right? I mean, I had, I had brake lines that were rusted and all that, so I had to learn how to rebend all the brake lines and all that. I changed all the hubs and bearings. And um, I mean, B-Spec's not that hard. It's really not that hard. He put the motor in. I knew nothing about motors. He being Josh at, at Babyface. I knew mm-hmm. nothing. I still know only know a little about motors. I just want to get in the car and drive. I know how to set up a car. Yeah. 
uh, I know how to you know maintain it, make sure that everything's good. I, I work in the quality field, uh -huh. so for me, I'm really anal about like making sure everything's going to work good and it's not going to break. Um, but I needed other people to help me out with other things. Yep. Now this is a family affair for you now, right? Yeah, married, three kids. Um, you know, back when I first started racing, we we everyone came to the track. Kids were young. In fact, when my my I have twins when they were three weeks old, we put them in a, a vehicle and drove 24 hours to a race. Um, we're always, when they were young, we're always all together. Now that they're older, it's a little tough. They're in high school. They got sports. Mm -hmm. They got work. They got other things that interfere. So I, like the last couple of years, I've been kind of soloing it and local races, they can come for a day or something like that. But I've almost always, like I can remember coming down to VIR, I wanted to run a runoff to 19 in a spec racer. Multiple times I brought my daughters with me and they'd help me out and all that. But now they're just too old, it's too hard. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, big family. We, 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 um, and then my mom too. My mom, my dad passed away, but my mom always tries, she's a long time timing scoring, yep. you know, volunteer. So yep. we're heavily involved. Yeah, I know some, a lot of people in the organization have been in it for a very long time. Yeah, I, you know, I get I get a little offended when people uh, bash on the club just because I've been in it my whole my whole life, mm -hmm. and it, people got to realize it's a volunteer organization. It's a nonprofit organization. So if you listen, if you don't like something, get involved. Yeah, uh, I'm involved right now. I'm the assistant RE for New England Region, which is one of the best regions out there. So um, we're, we're creating committees to try to do things better. It, it takes people to take some leadership and step out and say, okay, let me see what I can do. It's great to whine and complain, but that does nothing. Go mm -hmm. get involved if you, if you want to make it better. That's what I'd say. What is your favorite track? Ooh, good question. So I'd say VIR has always been at the top of my list, but I'll tell you num very close is Watkins Glen. Okay. I call Watkins Glen more technical. <clears throat> like when I first few times I went to Watkins Glen, I left there thinking I was worn out. I was like mentally worn out. I was like, oh my, that's a tough track. I think it's what's tough about it is if you screw up, you're hitting something big. And I don't like screwing up because I don't like to have to fix it, the <laughs> yeah. money, all that stuff. So I think VIR and, and Watkins have always been at the top up there for me. Yeah, cool. Now, I, I, I could ask you your, your best race, probably the national championship. Well, you know what's funny? I wouldn't say it was my best race. It was just my best moment in racing. Okay, that, that's yeah, right? the better question, yeah. It, it's a good question. My best, I think there's probably two good races. I think my first win was a great race. It was at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and it's a, it's a track I have been probably a hundred times. And you know, your first win, you remember that. And I got to race with my buddy named uh, Kevin Trefferson, and he was in a spec racer too. And we we're battling, and and to the very finish, he was just like right there behind me. And and you know, you, you think about those things. That was cool. And I'll be honest with you, another good race was last year with the partner had the runoffs. I, I didn't meet him till last year at some point. And, you know, this was year two in, in the B-Spec. First year, I won every race. Like, I didn't lose anything until I went to the runoffs. And I felt like I could have won that too, but I got third. Mm -hmm. Just it, circumstances. So I went to some point, and, I, and I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go win. I've never been this track in a while. And this guy just whacks me. He's like, <laughs> First race, I'm like, just checked out. I'm like, whoa, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and um, you know, I got to meet the guy, really good guy, the guy named Rich Roman. But the second day, I said, okay, well, I can't let that happen. And I got I to, gotta, I gotta, first of all, get in front in the first turn and then see what happens. 
And, uh, and I looked at my video, right, see where I could be faster. And we had just this awesome battle. Like every lap we were passing each other. It was clean. Like I'm a clean driver. I don't hit people. I don't. I've never hit people. And I respect those drivers that are clean drivers. And he was one of those. And we, all the way to the last lap, I had, I think I was leading with one to go. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All, less work, more clean. Terms apply. He got me at like turn three at some point, which he's like the master at. He's just got bigger kahunas than me. And I, I knew I was going to be able to get him back. And I just missed a shift. But like at that point, I knew like this guy knew how to drive. And he was clean like me. And I, I just, he put, put uh, I marked him down. This rich guy. I got to figure out who this guy is. <laughs> and then we started talking a little bit. I met him at, at uh, Watkins Glen again. He wrote, drove a very good race. I ended up, you know, winning when I, my car didn't break. But um, I called him up and said, hey, listen, um, you're fast. I'm fast. I learned from 2021 Andy, you can't be by yourself. Yeah. And um, I said, we can get up front. And he had never been in the wrong. So I said, listen, we can be up front. I think we can be, I think we can win this thing together if we do this right. And we started talking more and we did it. Every set, you know, first test session, we went out and said, okay, who's faster? Are we faster with me in front or him in front? And it just came out that I was, we were faster with me in front. And then we just did that every qual. Every time we were one and two on the times. And in the race, we did the same thing. And you commit to it, and look what you get. You get one and two at the, at the yeah. runoff. So, yeah. so I'd say that that race at some point was one of those biggies. But what I learned was the fact that you got to have a partner, good guy, and look where it got us you know, at the end of the year. Now, he, he's been driving the Mini the whole time as well? No, so, you know, maybe people don't know this, but he's actually a spec Miata guy. I think they call it SSM there. But he's actually also a uh, instructor. Like he's like a that's his job. His job is instructing people how to drive. So the guy is very very talented. Yeah. And he knows Summit Point like the back of his hand. So uh, he races a, a spec Miata and he wins a lot out there and does that Summit Point and in, in, in that Mars area. Mm -hmm. But um, he was just renting cars. That's it. He's got some friends and he just they let him they loan him a car and he goes and runs. So wow. He's just fast. He's talented. When you're talented, you're getting anything. That's that's what he was. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so what about um, races that you would just, you'd rather forget? Just, man, mm. it, better, it would have never happened. <laughs> uh, they usually involve a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I've never had, like, the big one, knock on wood. I mean, that first race here, right, when I told you I wrecked, I, I don't like to remember that one. Uh, I've had one time where a, a brake line broke. But I'm trying to think, is there anything... I'll be honest with you, uh, when I ran the um, Mid-Ohio National Championships, I screwed up. Like, I had a good year. I, I think I won the Northeast Division Conference for Spec Racer. Mm -hmm. And I went there, and I was doing well. And I think I was in the top ten, like number nine, ninth place, and I spun. I said that, because I don't spend that much. I don't. I got really good car control, and I got flustered. 
I got flustered because some guy did something weird and I just lost my breaking point and I spun. And it just, it's a, it's a race that pisses me off because it ended up like 19th or something yeah. like that where I knew I was going to be top 10. And uh, I think that that's probably one that, that pisses me off a little bit. But there's not a lot that really make you mad. I think anything involves contact or wreck makes you mad. But, yeah. You know, some of my best races are starting last and coming through the pack and see how far you can get. Those yep. are fun, too. Yeah. They're really fun. Get uh, no qualifying at all and start from the back and get in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or some, one time... <laughs> Stupid. One time I said I just wanted to start from the back. <laughs> I wanted the challenge. I wanted the challenge. I, 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 I'm driven by challenge. Uh, in work, I, I, I'm driven by challenge. If I get bored at work, I go change companies. <laughs> so same with racing. I like the challenge. Cool. I like to figure out how to, how to beat the person. Yeah. Well, you know, this, this uh, podcast is called Driven to Compete. I believe you are driven to compete. Oh, so. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we don't do this for... for we're just chilling out out there. No, just to go win. Um, what about? Um, it sounds like you've also made some really good friendships along the way. Oh, I got there's there's a thousand. It's too many to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, even this weekend in VAR, there's a bunch of flaggers. There's I got a couple friends that just you know flew out from Portland, Portland, Oregon, and uh, they just came out and I know what turn they're on because they're out there waving at the end. On I'm like waving. I told them come by get a beer. Listen, I, 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 the, friend, the friends you get in SCCA are, are like a whole nother family. I probably got more friends in SCCA than in real life. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I mean, even JB, the guy I paddock with a lot, we've been, for the two years now, he runs a Sonic. Um, you know, he's just a good guy. He's a good guy, and it's just fun to hang out, right? We help each other uh, on both sides. As an example, we're at some point last weekend. Uh, we drove the trailers down here on that Sunday night, and I flew out. I flew out, and I had to work a work event, and actually in Austin. In Austin, really? yeah. yeah. And I flew back last night, Thursday night. I got in at 2 a.m., and we were supposed to be on track at 8. He moved my trailer. He pulled my car out. He put up all the canopy. He had the, everything ready. Like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's really good friendship there, you know? Yeah. Uh, people that are willing to do things that, it shouldn't have to do. So yeah. I, I love that part. I uh, I actually saw your picture in Austin at Top Golf. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I lived at that apartment complex. <laughs> oh, did right, you? Could right you see it? it? Yeah, I could see it. Oh man. And then I knew. I also knew when I woke up this morning. I'm staying at the villas, and I heard. I heard. I know you guys are Group One. Yeah, yeah. And I was curious, like, hey, did Steve make it? You oh, know, I know. I'm not gonna lie. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I got in it too. Like the plane, like all lightning, a lot of bad storms. Yeah. So. Plane was delayed like an hour or two. I, I literally arrived at the trailer at 2 a.m. No power, no nothing. I'm running an extension cord out to my truck, plugging it in so I can blow up my mattress. I think I finally got in the bed like 2.15, 2.20. I probably didn't get to bed till 3. Yeah. Alarm had to go off at 6. I had to register. I had to tech. And just, I, I'm also a guy that like to touch my car. I want to make sure everything's good. Yeah. Even though it was prepped and my buddy did it too. <clears throat> it's just like I still like to do it. I'm a quality guy. I work on the quality function. So, um... I'm a little tired now, but yeah, we made it. We made it, and we were fast, so that's good. That's good. Um, so for people that may um, want to start, and I know you did autocross, and your whole family was, was into motorsports. What about yep. somebody that doesn't have the family or anything like that? But what's a good place for them to experiment to see even, even, if they even Co like to me, To me, it comes down to money, right? Yep. Like, I would start with autocross. I would, or, or they have this new thing called Track Night in America, mm -hmm. 
Um, I say new. It's been out a couple of years, but if you just jump right into road racing, like people think it's easy to go do. And then they get in a car like, holy crap, there's guys all around. There's people around me. Like, oh my God, we're going fast. I got to hit the brake really hard. And it's not for a lot of people. I would start with something that's cheaper, like autocross, or take your car to a track night in America, or go do a, a high-performance driver education, you know, one track day somewhere. That's where I'd start mm -hmm. and just see, do you like the speeds? Do you like the braking? Do you like doing things that might be at an edge that you might lose control, mm -hmm. right? I would not jump right into a race car. Yeah. That's me personally. Uh, and that's how I did it. Because uh, it's also expensive. You jump right in. You rent a car. You, I don't know. You're probably spending fifteen, twenty-five, three thousand dollars a week. Uh, one race. That's not the kind. Of, that, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it that is. That was my whole season when I started racing. Yeah. So, um, I would start slow and see if you like it. And if you like it, then take that next step. I, I you know, if people talk about renting. Um, if you, that's why I start. I'd start something that uh, is affordable. And if you like it. And then I would probably go buy. I'd go buy. Yeah, I've um, so the I've only raced for two years. I started when I was forty nine. I'm, I'm a spreadsheet guy. Yep. So I, I kept track of every penny I spent yep. for the first two seasons, even in my travel expenses, yep. everything. Yeah, yeah. So I know it to the dime, like what I spent for the first two years, yeah, yeah. and I rented. I rented from Chris. Yep. And um, I did the math, and and just doing the math, I was like, well. If I could race, I think it was either nine or ten times a year, then it's worth it. Right. But I wasn't. I was. Right. I was. So, um, and it's better so than. So, what I, was it costing you a weekend to race? Well, I think uh, I did about seven to eight weekends. Yep. And all travel, everything yeah, yeah. included everything flights, in. uh, thirty-two to thirty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. That, for the whole season. That that that's a lot of money. It is, but and it's it's a lot. I mean, you could do it much cheaper. I'm yeah. just saying. I, I, I'll tell you, Grant, the only thing I don't capture too much is the, okay, first of all, I'm cheap, okay? I sleep in my trailer, <laughs> all right? I don't go to hotels. Yeah. I don't. I, I buy, you got to eat. I go buy groceries, whatever. I get free beer from Blackhawk, so I don't have to worry about that. Great sponsor. But um, you could do it cheaper. I do it cheaper. But you got to be smart. Is it worth fighting for fourth or fifth and causing potential wreckage of your car? pull out mm -hmm. it's not worth it and that's the way i did it for the first 10 years of my life it's not worth it because i gotta go fix it and it's money yeah oh yeah my budget is about six thousand dollars a year to run a season and then another six thousand dollars to run the runoffs so in a non-runoffs year i could do that and that's like six seven weekends now you do have to own a truck I, that own a trailer yep, that's true all that stuff but yes fair yeah fair but you can go you go you go cheap I started out with an open trailer. I started out with my wife's Grand Cherokee, right? We had a Grand Cherokee and an open trailer. That's how we started. Yep. And then when we could afford more, now I got an F-150 and I got an enclosed trailer. Um, I'm on my third trailer, uh, 23 years of racing. So um, don't go in big. Don't go in big, I'd say that. Yeah. 37000 that's a lot of money. Well, I mean, I compare it to other forms of racing. And I'm like, oh, sure. I mean, that's like a bumper for yes. some cars. No, that, that's true, but you can't compare it to pro racing. You're like, this is club racing. Yeah. We're, not, we're, 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 we're racing for a little plaque or a little whatever, <laughs> right? I, 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 th I thought it was a good deal. I do believe it can be cheaper, right, if you own, but there, there's just all these other things 
I literally don't have a place to yeah. like do anything with. So, and I don't know for sure that I want to, you know, stay with Invest a particular car yep, or even or even B B spec. I, right. I love B spec. Yeah, yeah. But um, I want to give it a little bit more time because I've never even been in, in a Miata. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see what that's see like. Yeah, I was like, no, it's it's fair. I mean, I guess if. See, I'm a little biased because I've been in the club forever. Yep. And I kind of like, no. I drove a spec racer for 22 years. Like, I, I actually, I, I didn't plan to go to B-Spec. I plan on buying, an, I plan on doing an H-Prod, H-Production. And eventually, I think I'm going there. Mm -hmm. Actually, I made an offer on an H-Production CRX before I bought the B-Spec. And it didn't work out. So I, sit, I remember I was sitting at Thompson Motor Speedway with, with actually JB and a few others. And I'm like, yeah, we're thinking of doing something different. And... And somehow B-Spec came in. I was like, oh, really? Well, maybe I could buy a B-Spec and then just convert it to an H-Pro when I want to. So that was my whole plan. I, it wasn't like B-Spec was my thing. Mm -hmm. I think H-Pro, and, and h -Pro still is my thing. I think I want to get there. Um, I'm not big on all the rules changes. And there's a lot, there's, I'm not going to lie. There's a fair amount of drama in B-Spec. I, I, there was zero drama in, in Spec Racer. And in two years I've been here, there's a lot of people just complain and whine. It's just, it gets old. It gets old. Um, well, you know, people say it's it's kind of like a family, but yep. along with the family, there's usually a little bit of drama. Yeah, so. yeah. there's always drama in family, right? Yeah. But, but there's a lot of drama in peace. Yeah. I mean, people just, you know, they just got to move on. You don't like something, go do something different. <laughs> or go buy the other car if you don't like your car or whatever. I just, whatever. Well, you have your chance here. I want to give you an opportunity to talk. Uh, thank your sponsors yeah. or anything that you want Absolutely. other people to know about. Yeah, well, I got to hit my sponsors because I have real sponsors that are paying me. Uh, Street Path Technologies, these guys came on as a major sponsor this year, paying a lot of money to, to, to see if Intro Racing can get back you know, to the championship. Uh, picked them up last year. They, they do a lot of additives to like concrete, stuff like that. Great, great, great organization. Um, I got Veloce Engineering, they're out of Connecticut, uh, they do a lot of prototyping, 3D printing, stuff like that. They've been a, a great sponsor for me. Blackhawk Brewing, right? I, I've had them for, I don't know, eight, ten years. These guys, they just give me all the beer I want, which is great. And I just give it out to people and I get their name out there. They don't give me money like that, but that's great. I don't drink a lot of beer, but I do drink beer, but great sponsor. Um, I got a guy that does all my mountain balancing, Boston Mobile Tire. He's got a truck. He services the Boston, Massachusetts area. And he comes up to New Hampshire when I ask him to, and he mounts and balances all my tires. That's huge. That adds up. That adds up. Uh, I have a mini dealership, mini of Bedford, small amount of money, but they give me a little cash. Every little bit matters. It's like half an entry, right? Yeah. But, but it's cash. Yeah. Uh, so mini of Bedford's great. My wife's company, Interim Communications. Uh, G-Lock, best break. You're wearing a hat. There you go, Come on, show the hat. G-Lock, there it is. The brakes are awesome. Yeah. You know, Dan at G-Lock does a great job. Uh, they, they, they help me win, uh, and they help me with my racing. Uh, Handcooked Tires, uh, who else is up? Babyface Fabrication. Mm -hmm. i got to say them. They've done both my cages. i got two cars, um, so they've, they've helped a lot. So I, those are the major sponsors, um, friends and, and, and other helpers. You know, obviously the wife, right? Uh, I haven't been home in 10 days. And, you know, she's letting me do this stuff. And, and that takes a special person, right? My mm -hmm. kids, too. They help out as much as they can. My mom. I got a crew guy, a guy named Spencer Dickinson. 
couldn't make this race, uh, kind of a little far. He lives up in my area, up in New Hampshire. Well, he's in Mass, but anyway, it's far. He always helps me out. Um, and then just the drivers, right? There's a couple of good drivers I talk to. And, you know, even David Doherty last year at the runoffs, I thought we were going to get rain. And, and we talked a lot about, okay, what should we do if it comes to rain? Or I asked him, what should I do? And he, he was honest with me. I, I, I think, you know, he's a competitor. He's a challenge. You know, he's a, he was a people you know, are challenged by how he drives and how he wins and what he does. And, you know, he's helped me out. He helps me. He knows how to set up a car. He knows how to make changes to a car. And, and he gave me good advice if, if rain was going to happen and I was going to be ready for it. But yeah. it didn't. We, we drove dry, dry, so it was good. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of other people, a lot, lot, lot of good drivers. Cool. Steve, it has been a pleasure. Yes. It's a good time yeah, to sit yeah. down with you. I had never had a chance to chat with you, so this has been great. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate it. I'm I, looking I wish for, we could race against you a little bit you more. You know, I, next year, I, I hope to be out there, and uh, I know where to look for you. You're going to be somewhere in front of me, uh, I think. Well, well, well right? What did they say? What's that? What is that Ricky Bobby statement? If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah, <right>? exactly. <laughs> that's right. So, we, so that's the way I look at it when I'm out there. But, um, Awesome. Appreciate you having me yeah. here. Oh. Uh, I get jealous every time I see your posts on it with, with all your fitness and everything because I'm so out of shape and all that. One day you have to give me some clues of how to get a little better. I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> I'm going to probably cut off the recording here, yep. but I'm going to have you go ahead and just spell out your email address for sure. me. So I'll have it and I can send you the yeah. links. Sntrone at yahoo.com. Sntrone at yahoo.com. Okay, perfect. Good. I'll get that to you. Um, and I'll stop this here. Perfect. You know, Is that if, what you wanted? Yeah, oh man, that, that was great. Thank you so much. Oh, I love doing these. That was that I was get on great. the SCCA podcast all the time. That's awesome. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.